Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite de Queen's Practical Wisdoms for Life podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina, as well as Director of Operations and Communications, Rachel. Today, we'll be discussing Ralph Waldo Emerson's famous quote, The only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. How have you applied this concept of self-determination in your own life? Rachel, would you like to answer first? Yeah, thanks, Amanda. I I really love this quote. I hadn't heard it before, and I'm so happy that we're talking about it today. So how have I applied this concept in my own life? Uh, we, I think we all do in a lot of different ways. So for me, I think there are three ways that I can think of just right off the top of my head. So one is terms of my career slash education. So my dad wanted me to be an engineer and I did not feel passionate about that. So I was, I decided to follow my own passions, political science at first, now sociology. And I decided that I wanted to become a more adventurous and worldly person. And so I decided to do my master's as well as my PhD um, in Ireland. And I think that's been that's been really great for me. And that was a way to determine what my life was going to be shaped like. I think another way is just my own, I'm not sure how I got into the habit of this, this form of thinking, but I got into a really negative cycle that I've had for a long time, very sarcastic. It was funny in ways, but I was quite a complainer. And to this day, I still kind of am, but it's something that I'm trying to work on. And I make a point to try to be positive about things that are happening in my life, especially like I'll catch myself just complaining needlessly. I'm like, no, things are going great. And this is a way that I'm fighting even against, I'm not sure if this is my nature or something that's been trained in me at some point in my life, but I decided that it's something that I want to change so I can be a different, more positive kind of person, right? And I think a third way that I can I think this really applies to me is um, to do with mental illness. So in my case, I have um, an ongoing struggle with depression and that can really change the way you think of yourself and your life and your capabilities. And for me, it's a constant, I don't want to say struggle, but it's a constant fight to continue to work hard in my life, um, to, to continue to care for myself and work towards my goals and be, be a person who's in control of her own life. And and I, I'm refusing to let this this chance of chemicals in my brain really shape or change who I'm going to be in my life. I decided that no, this is that's not the way I want to be, and I've decided to to change or to take hold of it and take control of it. I suppose so I can decide my own fate. Tina, how do you apply this? Well, thanks, Rachel. Yeah, I, I see this as a power of the individual, right? A power to be ourselves, are not, um, not dependent without an emphasis, if you will, on destiny as part of our fate. I see this, uh, and I do try to apply this concept, and I do try to live this way. Is uh, understanding that I am in control of my own life. I don't have control over everybody else, but I do have control of my own life. Um, Essentially, whatever we think, we can become. I have a mantra that you both know, both you and Lynn know, is is the the mantra of uh, act as if, acting as if. If you're not there yet, act as if. And it it helps to create a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I constantly remind myself to be prepared for greatness. It's something that gets lost as we go through our through our lives and our day-to-day 
putting one foot in front of the other and getting through. But every once in a while, stop and remind ourselves, and re I remind myself, that to be prepared for greatness. And why not? Why not me? And to have that reliance, that self-reliance and self-determination to move forward through life. Lynn, what do you think? Yeah, I, I you know, when I look at this question, the better the better part of the question for me is just how have I not applied uh, self-determination to my life? I've always believed I was in charge of my own destiny. Um, from, you know, leaving my first job to attend graduate, graduate school to deciding I wanted to find my life partner and have a child. Um, in my first job following graduate school, I insisted the company give me the opportunity to pursue a career in sales. And they thought it was going to be a disaster and I was better suited for another track. And however, I was determined, and this is that concept of self-determination, and I proved the naysayers wrong. You know, when I was in my early 30s, I decided I'd like to have a child. And being honest with myself, I wanted to be married. So um, it took two years of actively meeting new people and joining a dating service, but I met my soulmate. And I would not have met Bruce or had my wonderful daughter if I had not been proactive and determined. You know, everything I have achieved and I will achieve in my life is a direct result of my actions and self-determination. Thank you for sharing these thoughts on this. These insights are so inspiring. What outside forces impact your ability to stay true to your choices? Lynn, what would you say? Oh, wow, they can be everything and anything from family, friends, to an unfortunate series of events. Um, you know, Rachel shared, um, you know, uh, influences or forces that in influenced her uh, and continue to do so. Um, you know, the I've always viewed this impact as really a delay or, or a path deviation, and it's really up to you to get back on track. Um, sometimes you need to adjust your path and it can lead you in a new direction. A direction you discover is your new choice. Um, we evolve and change throughout our lives and it's so important to always give yourself permission to change your mind and make a new choice. You know, for myself in my 20s, I never imagined I would be married and have a child. I gave myself permission to change my mind and it turned into an incredibly rich new path. Founding Petite to Queen was another path. It was a new path and I had to endure what I call my year of death um, to successfully launch. And it was, but it's my passion for the business that helped me through really difficult times, these outside forces and to stay true to the vision. And whatever these outside forces are, you have to remember that some tragedies are meant to be endured, um, not understood. And only you can determine to move forward. <laughs> you know, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you get back on the road of life. Um, you have to celebrate the obstacles that you overcome. And you give yourself the power to reach your dreams. Uh, Rachel, what outside forces have impacted your ability to stay true to your choices? 
Well, you're right. I have mentioned some already, and I'm going to just list some some general ones. So you asked previously, um, how have you not determined your own life, Lynn? And you know, sometimes there are reasons why you would not and will not, or maybe not you personally. You're the most determined person I've ever met, but maybe other people, right? So we like to think that anything you want to be, you can be, and I think that's true for the most part. But it's important to kind of stay grounded and understand that your choices are in fact limited. So a funny way that I mean that is that um, one of the ways that I deal with my ongoing battle with depression is that, you know, without depression, I'd be unstoppable and it wouldn't be fair to the rest of the world. So that's why I have this. So because I have it, um, maybe I'm not able to take over the world like I would otherwise do, which means that's not a choice that's available for me. And that's just like a silly way of looking at it. But you know, the life circumstances, socioeconomic or whatever it may be, um, some options just won't be available to you. Getting an education for me was quite difficult because we didn't have the funds. And I mean, I manage, but only through through some other kinds of luck, right? Other ways or other things that can impact your ability to stay true to yourself is, of course, the influence of your parents, your friends, your family, just the people around you. Um, the, the energy that surrounds you can really shape you a lot. And and that's that's something that you need to be mindful of. I mean, it's difficult to choose your family, um, although I suppose that you can in some cases. But when it comes to your friends, it's important to make sure that they're they're going to help lift you up and not hold you back, right? And sometimes, you know, Lynn mentioned that she allowed herself permission to change her mind at some point stage in her life. And I, I really like that idea. And sometimes you'll find that you change your mind about the path you want to take. And in which case, maybe maybe you'll need to re-examine the people that you're surrounded by. Of course, there are other things that could impact you. I've mentioned my particular mental illness and there are many, many others. Of course, there are other illnesses as well or injuries or disabilities that, that might impact your ability, whether it really does impact your ability or it makes you think that your ability is impacted to stay true to your choices and stay true to yourself and stay true to your path. And I think that that most of these obstacles you can overcome if you if you get creative, if you have patience, if you know who to ask. Um, these kinds of things, most of them you can get over, but there are obstacles always in our in our self-determined fates, right? Tina, what would you add to that? Well, I think tagging on to what both you and Lynn said, I, you know, what what outside forces ha can impact your availability. Yeah, they could be physical, they could be mental, they can be personal, but really it's a courage. It's a courage to be true to your values. I think constantly challenged by outside forces that tempt us to set aside our values. We need to have that courage to be true to ourselves. You take a look at the current social climate in our nation. We have a mob mentality that's made it very difficult to voice a differing viewpoint. You're either all in or you're not at all. I think it's a very difficult business climate as well at this time. Very, very strong opinions out there. And sometimes it's better just to keep your ideas to yourself. But that doesn't mean that you want to change with the tides. Um, I think that those outside forces are there for a reason and they can, they, they're there to challenge us. And we, while we want to keep a strong moral compass, 
Um, I do agree with what both you and Lynn said, Rachel, is that there you have to give yourself permission to change because it's that's we we can't evolve if we're not changing. So, um, but I, I do think that it's it's very important to have that courage to be true to our values, our strong moral compass. May not be the most popular thing, but you know, no one believes in ourselves better than we. Speaking of this concept of permission to change, how do you continue to evolve or even completely change direction? Tina, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I guess I segued myself, didn't I? <laughs> so I think, again, the only sure thing is that change is going to happen and we have to change in order to, to remain relevant. Um, I think we need to challenge ourselves to continue to grow both inside and outside. And to the first point, prepare for greatness. You know, why not be the largest person in the room? You know, why should I make myself smaller to make someone else feel more important? Because I, I don't want to take the limelight away from someone else. Uh, I think that this whole idea of the permission to change, somebody may be on the road to, to getting a, um, uh, an MDA, their medical license and decide that they don't want it and they want to go um, run a nonprofit somewhere in um, somewhere overseas. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, our, our values change based upon, uh, not the core values, but I think that the things that we hold, hold importance change with our situational, there are with our situation. So, and it's not so much situational ethics. I know that's a whole other topic to go down. Um, but I, I think that in order to um, to be true to ourselves, and again, to have that courage to hold on to our values, we really need to take stock of where we are, with whom we're associated. And sometimes that we need to make a change. And sometimes we do that um, to evolve into a better sense of self, a better, a better version of who we are. Lynn, how do you feel? Yeah, you know, I just like you, I also touched on this on the last question. And I think there are two key factors um, about being open to new ideas and directions. And what I've been talking, we've all given yourself permission to make new choices. I mean, that is so huge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the most obvious and important realities are often the hardest to see and talk about. My recommendation is make the time to think, to consider, to dream. You know, whether it's in a bubble bath or on a mountain trail. Um, to enjoy the things that are really hard, you need to embrace a growth mindset. You know, appreciate the journey. Celebrate the obstacles you've overcome. And, you know, a big part of any journey, you know, of, of evolving, of changing, um, is being willing to receive a fresh concept. It's the art of possibility. Um, you know, see the potential and reassess your choices. Um, find the courage to make a new choice and follow a new direction. Rachel, how about you? Well, whenever I'm asked a question of how do I do something or would I do something, my flip answer is always hard work and determination. It's just kind of one of those things like the power of friendship, just something overly cheerful that I say. But it's true. If you want to continue to change or, you know, just 
continue evolving and blooming like a flower, or maybe you want to just go a different path altogether, it takes a lot of hard work and determination. So Lind was talking a lot about, you know, dreaming and, and reflecting and finding yourself and constantly revisiting that, right? And I think that's really important. So I'm just going to pick up where she left off. So you've done your dreaming, you've done your reflection. You've decided that you want to evolve or change in some way. The only way to do it, the only way that any of us do anything, is one choice at a time. So you're not just going to wake up one morning and be like, yo, I'm sick of this corporate job. I'm going to go start an NGO overseas, like Tina said. That I mean, you might make that decision like, yes, that's a thing I want to do, but you can't just do it. It's going to take one step at a time, one choice at a time. Maybe you decide to meet with a financial planner to see how you could do that or whatever it may be. It's going to be one decision at a time. Even if it's not starting a new career path, maybe it's something like what I want to do, be more positive. And that is one choice at a time. When I find myself being negative, I have to choose to say something or think something positive, right? And it's also about being open to new experiences and new paths. So maybe you find your new path or your continued path, whatever it may be, um, after reflection and, and dreaming. But maybe it's just it just appears as a possibility in front of you one day. Being aware of these new opportunities that are surrounding you is a great way to to keep growing. So you don't have to take every path that presents itself because then you'll just be running around in circles. But see a new path and then you get to make the decision each and every time. Is this something I want to do or is it not? And as long as you keep doing that instead of just staring down at the path that you're on and not lifting up your eyes, that's going to allow you to continue to grow and change. Now, coming back to it being one choice at a time, sometimes you will fail or there will be pitfalls. So coming back to my journey of positivity, it's not like I'm just positive every time. If Even if I catch myself just in a spiral of complaining, that doesn't mean I always choose to change it. Sometimes I feel like I need to vent. Sometimes I'm just not feeling like I have the energy to try to think of something positive and I'm just happy where I am. Sometimes it's disappointing. Sometimes it really affects my day. And sometimes it's just... It is what it is. But when these things happen, it's just about picking yourself up and getting back on your path or choosing a new path or forgetting all about paths and just playing in the flowers for a while, whatever it may be, is still always going to be about hard work and determination. This has been such a great discussion so far. We have time for one more question and we have one from Charity in Duluth, Minnesota. Charity asks, I've gone down a bad path in my life and I don't like who I have become. How can I change course to become a better version of myself? Lynn, how would you answer Charity's question? Okay. Wow, Charity, um, you've made the most important step in your journey because you've realized you need to make a change. Um, and, and that's just that self-realization is enormous. <clears throat> so... Now you have to take the first step and choose an action, a tool, a behavior. What's going to move you forward? You know, no matter how small, every step will guide you to help you maintain 
and gather momentum. I mean, Rachel was just talking about that. Um, and then you're going to choose your next step and then another and another. Um, I think you're going to find that the path is going to become easier because you're going to be flexing your muscles to change and grow. And, you know, there are going to be minor setbacks and missteps. They're bound to happen. <laughs> they, and one thing to consider is that sometimes the missteps can lead you down an alternate path, which can be even more satisfying. So embrace the journey of learning new possibilities and uh, your real reward awaits as you have chosen, you know, really you've chosen wisely to make a change. Uh, Rachel, how would you answer Charity? Well, Charity, I just want to reflect or echo what Linda said, which is, of course, kudos to you for for deciding to to change and become the best version of yourself, or at least a better version, right? I'm not sure if any of us ever reached the best, right? Again, it's going to be what I just said, which is one choice at a time, one step at a time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you decide where that you where you want to start and you can start anywhere you can start on your own the way way you think about the world you can start with the way that you carry yourself maybe you want to relocate to a different area where you might feel more able to grow you can start anywhere but you should try to be around positive people and influences the people around you have so much power. Even if we don't let them control us, they still have a lot of energy and they can really influence the way that we think and even the, the way that the voice in our head speaks, right? So you want to make sure that you're not going around people who hold you back or, or hold you down and try to force you to be the worst version of yourself. Be around people that, that make you feel better and lighter. Be around people who you want to emulate. You know, the easiest way to learn something is by imitation, right? I mean, you see it at first and then you do it yourself. And then the next thing you know, you're just as positive or graceful or awesome as the people that you originally wanted to emulate or maybe even more so. So there's no wrong way to do this, I think. Just, just one step at a time, and as always, hard work and determination. Tina, what advice do you have for Charity? Well, Charity, I'm going to uh, share a story um, here. And, you know, at, at one point or another, we've all, I'm sure, can agree that we've made a, a bad decision or gone down a different path. But, you know, the, um, the great news is we live here in the United States, and we have the ability to start over and change paths when we want. I happen to serve on a board that works with our homeless population. And we have a program uh, for women and children who um, they, they're involved with the program. Unfortunately, they're often the result of domestic violence. Now, this is going way on the other spectrum from your, from your question, but bear with me for a little bit. So I'm amazed at the, at the depths from which these young women and families are able to pull themselves from the absolute depths of despair to gain their self-respect, their dignity, and their self-sufficiency through discipline and, and um, determination to change their path. 
you know, we really do have an opportunity in this country to to rise and and change paths to pivot to make something different. And as as uh, difficult as it is to look in the past, it's so much so much healthier and helpful if you look at today and then apply that for tomorrow. Good luck, Charity. Thank you, Lynn, Rachel, and Tina for your wonderful advice. I hope it helps Charity and others who want to change course and find their better selves. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite to Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com.